Welcome to another edition of Secondhand Sports. I'm your co-host, Matthew Vinson, along with my other co-host, Gunnar Goodwin, and other co-host, Zach Swishenberg. A lot happened this weekend in sports, but uh, something really big happened to one of our co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, our fearless leader, <laughs> the found, the, one of the founding members of secondhand media, Zachary Swarshenberg Berg, took a knee. Not, not in the. Damn it! <laughs> you got not, it. You got it. Took a knee. I took the snap. Took the knee, but it wasn't with football he had in his hand. Mm-mm. He had a wedding ring. Zachary Swarshenberg is getting married. Yep. I am. Um, I. Ooh. Proposed to my girlfriend Jennifer Araby. Fiance. Oh yeah. Fiance. Fiance. Yeah, fiance. Yeah. My finance. Um, yeah. Proposed to her this weekend up there in Natchitoches. Um, she. A lot of people are like, "Why are you oh. taking her to Natchitoches of all places?" She went to school to Northwestern, and um, she thinks it's a very special place in her heart. So. Yep, we went up there. Uh, we I convinced her that we were actually going to an engagement party for my cousin, who is also engaged. And um, that sense, yeah. I said, I said, let's stop in Natchitoches for lunch while we're on our way to Shreveport. And meanwhile, my parents were waiting um, down by the river in Natchitoches, so uh, brought her down the steps and took a knee. And um, yeah, so asked her the ultimate question: spend the rest of her life with me. So wedding is April 23rd of oh, 2022. Shit. So we already got everything uh, lined up there. So yep. it's April 23rd, 2021. That's Friday. Yeah. 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 The countdown begins Friday. <laughs> yeah. So you heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Zachary yeah. Swarshenberg. <laughs> Even though everyone, fairest. everyone listening yeah. to this has probably seen it, but if not, then yeah, there you go. All right. Right, right. I am engaged. And then you inspired two more young bucks to, <laughs> to follow suit. <laughs> to, to step it up. Yeah. Well, maybe. I, uh, I wanted to say, is that in front of the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame? Yeah. 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 That's, that's pretty, that's that was pretty cool. That's the important part. Right. Exactly. That, yeah. That's, that's just above those stairs and about 30 yards uh, down the way there. That's the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. So yeah. You and, pretty you, and, you and Jenny go in the Hall of Fame together. Yep. Yep. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Secondhand Sports. Um, that little blurb, I was not expecting that. Uh, hand up, Matthew kind of, I said we're recording and then Matthew blindsided me with that. But um, if you know anyone is listening and wished me congratulations, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, big, big step, new chapter in life. Um, but yeah, so... Jenny and I are engaged, and it's exciting. Um, pretty much just a football episode today. Uh, NFL draft is coming up, so we talk a, go a lot into that. We go into LSU football and NFL football, so um, that's pretty much the vast majority <laughs> of the podcast, as usual. So, um, And a couple other things sprinkled in there as well. We surely appreciate each and every one of you our listeners we've been doing this a long time 56 episodes um it's crazy that we're almost at a year and a half now um of the podcast and i feel like you know a lot of podcast 
reach a certain point and then fall off. And sometimes, you know, I think, man, we might end up falling off just because of life, you know, moving fast, um, people moving and getting enraged and, uh, different things like that. But we've kept to it. We appreciate y'all listening and tuning in and commenting and, um, giving us feedback and stuff. And it's been a journey. So, um, Thinking about it now, this is probably the last episode in the current studio, my bedroom at the pad in Lake Charles. Um, I'll be moving. Gunner's moving out as well. We're, you know, kind of relocating. So, um, but yeah, we've we've already kind of planned to keep, we're going to keep doing the podcast. Um, It's just going to be a little bit different, a different setting, but this is, you know, it started in this bedroom and... Um, we are moving on from it. So, (laughs) um, big changes coming up once again, we appreciate each and every one of you guys, and we surely hope you enjoy. All right. We start off the NFL, just like normal. Um, not too much though. The only thing I have for them is some rule changes, um, going into the 2021 season, no overtime, in preseason games, so yeah, that, that that makes sense right there because like <laughs> yeah. you don't want to risk further injury, even exactly. though it's going to be backups playing. I don't even think that they. I can't. I don't know. Remember the last time a preseason game went into overtime to begin with, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, other than that, also uh, the relaxation of rules for the numbers. So like wide receivers can have single digit numbers and things like that. Um, linebackers so and defensive backs. So maybe uh, uh, Patrick Queen can go back to wearing number eight. You know, I don't. I don't know if I would really like that move, like that much for him or for the league. For the league, honestly, I mean, I think I think maybe receivers and DBs right could be one through eight because like no one uses those numbers. Only quarterbacks and kickers and punters are able to use those numbers. And I just think that, I mean, for me, I mean. I wouldn't mind it, but it's it's like it's uh it's like it's trying to pump more creativity and stuff into the yeah. game, but also you lose like the classic prestige, That's what I'm like, like the classic numbers, you know. So yeah, I mean, and to me, linebackers uh, linebackers should be. At first, I wasn't for linebackers being in the forties, but it makes a lot of sense now. I mean, I, I like it now, but like yeah. linebackers, inside linebackers should just be forty through fifty. Yeah, they shouldn't be like number one or number two. And right. I know, uh, I know, in Barstool, they're talking about um, you give out five numbers, or you give out five single-digit numbers, but you give it to your best players only. Yeah, which that'd be neat. Yeah, yeah, I think this is definitely one thing that they are like going to change. I don't think they would change back to this, you know. So, um, but yeah, games changing, so um, it's definitely an interesting thing to debate also one thing that i saw that was interesting was uh they're doing a one-year experiment to in an attempt to make it easier to recover onside kicks so of the 67 onside kicks that were attempted last year three of them were successful so that's they said that said it was a lowest rate since at least 2001 so they're um Trying to implement some kind of rule that would uh, that would change that. They also talked about uh, doing like a full time sky judge for 
um, to help the referees, but I think they tabled that. I don't, I don't think they uh, they actually went forward with that. So <laughs> lots of, you know, nothing earth-shattering or things like that. Not like, la- or what was it, two years ago when Sean Payton was changing the rules for the replay, pass interference replay yeah. or whatever. It's weird that they would table that, though, because that seems like such a simple thing they could implement. And, and like, with the technology now, like, it's hard for that to go wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I think maybe to help the speed of the game, but with like VAR in soccer and tennis, it's like almost instantaneous. They can see where the ball hits on the line mm-hmm. and stuff. So you would think like they would have something for football. There is so much money in football. You would think they would be able to figure out something. So, um, but yeah. They should do like like soccer and have the best 12 teams split off dude oh yeah i guess i mean i guess the thing is it the super league so (laughs) gunner's talking about the super league um like 12 of the richest teams i guess were the the ones that were like trying to band together and make their own like xfl basically but of good teams instead of just like you know dropouts and stuff but um In the span, like, since the time of our last episode, it already has, like, ended. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> but, um, yeah. it lasted was... two days. Right, yeah. I, I don't know. Have they officially disbanded it? Because I know I that, I know, like, <coughs> five or six of the teams had, had uh, backed out because of the backlash from their fans. Right. I think that's what, I think they started backing out, and then when FIFA said that whoever plays in the Super League can't compete in the World Cup, which is like the end-all, be-all, that's when they were like, okay, we can't do this. You know, like the World Cup is the is the tip-top in the soccer world, I think. I don't know if it's the tip-top for the money, but it is for like the like game, you know, the love of the game or whatever. Right. So, I, and, and I don't know the but, first thing about soccer or like the, the politics or the business side of it, but I saw a, like a, consp- or I, don't, I don't remember where I saw it, but it was like not not really a conspiracy, but they said like, you already know that the uh, managers, whenever it comes time to like uh, trade and and I guess like uh, sign new players, they're you know whenever the backlash comes from the fans of why didn't you get this guy or that guy, they're gonna be like, well, we tried to have a more profitable league and y'all said no, we did this for y'all and that's why we can't get the good players or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, like you said, I don't really know much about. I know there's like the Champions League and the Premier League, but that's I know Messi is good. That's pretty much America's it. America's really not. Right, yeah. America yeah, yeah. sucks. Uh, we'll have to have Mac on because apparently he's a big soccer fan. So, um, yeah. That's pretty much all I had for the National Football League. The draft is coming up. Um, we were just discussing we might have an episode covering, you know, the first few picks there. Um, Jamar Chase is... is Looking like he'll go to the Bengals. Um, however, upon the review of the new Bengals jerseys, the the photo shoot they had, Joe Burrow has a gnarly scar on his knee yeah. from from the surgery. Yeah, he had to replace like I think it was like his ACL, MCL, and PCL or something like like all three or something like that. So um, somebody tweeted like, if you don't realize what position they're going to draft, just look at this picture. Like. That's that's how you know. He made it to get what my uh, dad got, the surgery my dad got. Yeah. Fixed his knee. Um, even Mel Kuyper said on his uh, – in his, I was looking at his mock draft, and he was like, this is a tough one for me. Jamar Chase is right there, and he knows Burrow. 
but they also need offensive linemen. So. Yeah, that that's that's to me like I'm because I don't it, think it stresses me out because I'm just thinking like either way it can work. You can yeah. get an offensive lineman in the second round, but but it's also good because the thing is the Bengals could get an offensive lineman, Penny Sinwell from Morgan, with the fifth pick in the NFL draft, and they can trade a, trade back down like the twenty to get Jamar. No, they're they're not going to get Jamar if they get right, Sinwell, yeah. but they could get another receiver like Rondell Moore from Purdue, or you know Terrace Marshall will be available. So right. it's it's kind of getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. So, yeah, Terrace Marshall wouldn't be bad. That's that's for sure. And I was looking at uh, – I saw some tweet that was talking about how if Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall go in the first round, that's going to be like almost the entire offense from the 2019 season as first-rounders. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. Like the major – You had five people last year go out, so yeah, it'd be seven – I think, think isn't there another one? Th- th- there's a couple of LSU players that could go in the first round. I think it's. Um, I thought there was another one that was a big name, but I can't remember. I think. I think actually, I think it's just uh, Marshall and Chase. Chase. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Jabril, Jabril Cox, but Jabril yeah. Cox would probably go like in the second round, third round. Mm. What's his last name? Who? Jabril. Jabril Cox. Yeah. C O X. Mm-hmm. Small white cocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Um, quarterback wise in the draft, the one I'm looking at is Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and and then you have Mac Jones going to, and then you have Trey Lance going to the Broncos, and then you have Mac Jones going to the Patriots with the tenth pick in the draft. Uh, I saw. A- it was like a YouTube headline, so it's not actually. But it was like, could Jordan Love be going to the Patriots? Like, there's rumors about that, so that would be interesting too, to see if. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it just depends. What, you know, how long he has to wait. He may, he may get the Aaron Rodgers treatment. Where I think he's gonna, I think that Aaron Rodgers. I mean, wasn't he MVP last year? Like, yeah. I think. He's going to be around for a couple more years. You yeah, know? he's not. It'll be he's tough. not going anywhere. So, I think that yeah. he would have a better chance going somewhere else. But honestly, I mean, to me, I think you know, I think it'd be a better. I think it's better if Jordan Love does go to the Patriots, than go then stick with Cam Newton because you have a young quarterback who isn't mm. experienced, but knows you know, that's two running quarterbacks too. I think yeah, huh? two option. Jordan, uh, Jordan's on his on the. On the run, or not really? I have no idea. But you actually, uh, I just figured this out. Last year in 2019, the game we went to, Jordan Love was Utah State's quarterback. Yeah. I just I forgot, remember I forgot that. about and that. And I remember betting Utah State. I bet the spread because they were like plus 38 and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I heard that they have a good quarterback, and then they got smashed by Joe Burrow and, and the yeah. crew. That was also the game that I was like, I zoned out, and then the game was over, and the stadium was empty, and I was like, "Holy shit! That the game's over. What? We were in the box. <clears throat> drank, drank too but many. Uh, I think I was having old fashions. Old fashions, yeah. yeah. It was it was a noon. It was eleven kick. Right. Kick that was game. So. Stephen got stuck. Yeah. He got <laughs> he got screwed bu- sitting in the student section. Yeah. You could see them just like miserable. God, that was brutal. We we're just sitting in the box. Yeah. So good segue. Speaking of the Tigers. You have some notes on the spring game there. I do got Matt. one more NFL thing. Okay. Um, so Devon, so Devonte Smith was a uh, way today. Oh yeah, 
Devontae Smith, his official weight was 6'1", 166. Oh, wow. And yeah. like, uh, he's, I think he's he's falling in the draft. Like, they're saying that he's not going to be a top 10, but that, to me, it's only, like, just looking at this draft, it's only because of the positions that some of these teams need. Like, right. like the Bengals aren't going to get him if they need an offensive lineman. Most of those early teams need quarterbacks, so yeah. that's where they're going. Um, I think Devontae Smith will be, like, in the early teens, but um, the, people are freaking out because he's dropping in the draft. So. Well, I know uh, the rating, I know Jalen Waddle. Uh, his counterpart at Alabama is rated above him, right? And maybe yeah. that's because I mean people talk about people talk about you know had Waddle not gotten hurt last year, Smith probably won, won, wouldn't have won the Heisman Trophy. Mac Jones would have won it because Waddle, honestly, to me, to me, it's a toss up because I think they're both kind of the same player. I think Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith are explosive wide receivers for Alabama. Yep. Yeah, but I probably prefer Smith over Waddle. I don't know. It's well, Waddle's just a big – he's a bigger receiver. He's 5'10", 182, but – What's the furthest back that a uh, previous Heisman winner has gotten drafted? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think the furthest back was Derrick Henry. Oh, really? Let's see. Usually they're like – usually it's a quarterback, so usually they're like in the first five, you know. And Trevor Lawrence, after Burrow won it, that championship game, it was almost like, okay – Trevor's going to go and win the national championship and win the Heisman next year. Like, he was the heir apparent to that trophy, and he's going one. You yeah. Know? He already has it's the obvious, Jaguars. Yeah. He already has the Jaguars playbook. And he's, he's already he donated their charity. He got married last weekend. <laughs> he yeah. donated, like, 32000 to their charity. <laughs> so, it's like, it's, and, it's pretty obvious if you don't. Yeah. Even, just, what, a, what a baller move. And right. He's not even a 10 in the draft. He's like, I I mean, I know what's going on. Right. And I honestly, I wouldn't go to the draft. I, I watched – like two minutes of the Jaguars like off season promo video or whatever that's like on the hunt or whatever. It's like a mini series that they're doing and they're right. already showing clips of Trevor like from Clemson and stuff. It's like bro, it's it's so obvious. Just just imagine if like they t- they did type in the wrong name group. Yeah. <laughs> they type in uh Mac Jones. Macaroni Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroni isn't Joseph. That, uh isn't he from that area? Mac Jones? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, Trevor Lawrence. Or is he from? Uh, Trevor Lawrence is from, I think, Marietta, Georgia. Yeah, he's from Georgia. Oh, okay. yeah. He's from some school. Let me let me look. Just. Uh, Mac Jones also has. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Trevor Lawrence is from Knoxville, Tennessee. And oh, the reason why. Right. Yeah. And the reason why yeah. I remember that is because Tennessee had him. Right. And then he went to Clemson. Yeah. Um. Mac Jones, but he played. But but he played. Sorry, he played high school football in Cartersville, Georgia. So, oh uh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Um, Mac Jones also has the playbook for the 49ers, I believe. That's what I've I've heard. But yeah, you're looking at the top ten here: Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys uh, coming in the the back there. Broncos are projected to get Trey Lance. Um, but yeah, so. I do have to say that uh, I'm very impressed. That was lightning fingers by Matthew. He he was fact checking before the before the <laughs> sentence was, was done being yeah, spoken. Yeah, I was a uh, I'm speeding. Wait for the uh, you talking about for the Heisman thing? J- yeah, for his high school and hometown. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just took Wikipedia. So so who's the latest Heisman? What was the the latest pick in the draft for a Heisman winner? The latest pick. Was uh, Derrick Henry recently? It was the King Henry. 
Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, 45th pick in the second round by the Titans. Oh, wow. Oh, definitely really? a huge steal yeah, for Tennessee. Yeah, what the hell? How did he go that far as the Heisman winner? Well, yeah, because it's just – well, you look, you look at his playing style. He's more of a power back. And the NFL is turning it, you know, the NFL is turning to, hey, let's let's get all-purpose guys like Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Let's get those kind of guys like Christian McCaffrey. And Derrick Henry, I mean, to me, if you like he can, he's a one-man football team. Like, you could just give him the football, you're going to win. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at the the other ones. That's like everyone else is literally like first, 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 first. So The uh, 2003 uh, Heisman Trophy winner, Jason White which is a fraud. Who is a fraud? It should have went to Larry Fitzgerald. Uh-huh. But he went undrafted. Yeah. He he was Oklahoma. He played he was Oklahoma's Seriously? quarterback. Yeah. He he was He was he shit basically. <laughs> how did he win the Heisman? Yeah, I wonder he how he wasn't won the even Heisman. worthy of going to the to be <laughs> drafted. Well, Jason White, he um he played at Oklahoma for like and I'm getting a little carried away, but Troy Smith uh, was drafted in 2006, yeah. Ravens' fifth pick, and I have no idea who that is. <laughs> so He was the fifth pick? Troy, Troy Smith? Yeah. He was a first-round pick? Yeah. Unless it, say, it says no, Ravens no. in the fifth. It's probably the fifth round. I, I don't think Troy, Troy think Smith so. was picked in the um, – Yeah, Troy Smith was the 174th pick in the fifth round. Okay, yeah. But, you know, he's six One-handed. Yeah. He's fact checking one handed. Uh, <laughs> I'm rushing. Still, still with lightning speed. <laughs> now, we haven't even done salts this episode either. I know. It's the beer. It's the beer that helped us out. Mm-hmm. The Coors Light. Yeah. If you need drink a cool drink a delicious Coors Light. Yeah. Advertisement. Are the, are the mountains blue? Are the mountains blue? Um. Let me go back on Jason White real fast. So Jason White played in Oklahoma from 1999 to 2005. He got like a medical red shirt and stuff, and like I don't know. I don't think he was. I think it should have went to Fitzgerald that year, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I saw too would be cool is Kyle Pitts at the Forty ers with uh, Greg Kittle, George Kittle. Oh yeah, <coughs> George. I th- Pardon my take, guys. Call him Greg, but you know. Yeah, I think. Um, I think there are a couple people, huh? Where they just like give him, give him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brooks Kepka. They call him Blake because he's the Blake of the year. You know, Blake. Blake Kepka. Blake Kepka. I think. But uh, going back to 49ers, I think Mac Jones honestly is a great pick for them. Oh yeah, because Absolutely. he fits. He, he's kind of like a Matt Ryan type quarterback. He can't run, but he can throw the ball you exactly, know, pretty well yeah. and stuff. And I think that um, he would fit Kyle Shanahan's playbook, right? A lot better than maybe a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance. And I th- I, go ahead. No, you go, you go. You go. I was gonna say it. It. Uh, I don't think Jimmy G is Brett Favre, but it reminds me of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. You know. Yeah. I don't know if Mac Jones has. Once again, these are two. It's like. They're at a lower level. I don't think Mac Jones is Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, but it reminds me of that kind of like he's training under him for a little while, you he, know? He kind of reminds me so. of Matt Ryan. If I yeah. compare him to anybody, he reminds me exactly of Matt Ryan. Mac Jones? Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Which, um... And Jimmy G has a lot of experience. But he can't stay healthy. 
Yeah. I think that he he was in the best situation for any quarterback in 2016. Started four games for Tom Brady, you know, after he was suspended and stuff, and yeah, everything yep. just went haywire. But I mean, they he went made, to the Super Bowl. They made it to the Super Bowl, right? But, exactly. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Yep. So feels, feels great, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, lots of speculation. I can't believe it's already here because it seems like we've been talking about it for a while. But right. it's cool that sports are all the way back, and hopefully this one isn't just all virtual. And I know nobody's listening to this, but please, for the love of God, I the, the giraffes, when they do these sob stories about like Trey Lance's sister's boyfriend got hit by a car when he was <laughs> two and had to have a brain surgery at four years old. Like, all of those <coughs> yeah, I, sob stories. Like so, you, don't, you don't need the... You don't need to hear the dark, the darkness of their life, basically. Right, exactly. Like, like I Trauma. understand. They, it's, it's like a clicks thing, but... Uh, you don't need that. Like people are already watching the draft. Exactly. You know, it's not like you're advertising. I, I think it's I think it's well intentioned. I think they're trying to show like this is the adversity yeah. that they had to they go had through. They had to climb and stuff. Mo- yeah. Right. Most of them it's about their parents like their dad died in Iraq or, or their dad like, like ran off or something right. like that. Right. And sometimes their mom had cancer and stuff like that. It's not just or, about or, or like their sister's cousin had like uh had Mono, I guess. Last right, year, though, yeah. they were they were dipping into like kind of gray area territory, talking right. about yeah. drug addictions and uh, crime yeah. and stuff. And it's right. Like, okay, I, I don't know if they want to air that like about their family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it's just it's just, it's just basically putting a bad name on like, them going before they even get there. Exactly. And and scouts priority knew that already going in, but like, but it's like on the best day of their life, like the NFL draft is one of the most like you know memorable days of your life. The day you're drafted to a team, yeah. and they're airing out your childhood dig out, trauma yeah, on national again, television. Though. Dig out all that shit, but they're doing it for ratings. That's what they did it for. Yeah, CSPN. Then that again, is true. If you if you see like I mean you we've all seen like the post of somebody like who who like either gets a scholarship to D one school and then they make they make their own post where they're like. Cause you've seen like the the parodies, like the memes of it, where they're like, they list all the trials and tribulations that they had to go through. Right. And so you know maybe maybe that's where they're getting it from. Maybe they looked at their their college announcement post. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. so. Y'all wanna you wanna know something? What? And this is weird that we're talking about this just now, but um, I had a dream last night <laughs> about <laughs> the draft, and it wasn't like, but it was going like fast. It was just making each pick. And then really? make another pick, make another pick. I don't know why I dreamed that last night, but it, it, like, it, we, were, we were watching Only the draft. They just, they just kept on like they just kept on reeling down picks, like the first pick, the second pick. And I was just like, well, this is how the draft no needs to go. No commentary this year. Yeah. <laughs> so they had they had a little bit of commentary, but like the draft was going so fast, so the com- commentary said, like, "Okay, we gotta get back to the, we gotta get back to Commissioner uh, Goodell." That's Matthew's nightmares of <laughs> ultra fast draft. <laughs> Only Matthew Vincent dreams about Getting the NFL draft. Trivia wrong. Right it's inside yeah. the head of Matthew Vincent. Yeah. Yes, that is golden. Okay. Now the spring game, Matthew. You have some uh, notes on the. We got super duper sidetracked there. Yeah. Speaking of LSU, got some notes on the spring game. 
I do, and I think I'm the only one that watched it here. So it's yeah, gonna, it's it's going to be a little I tough. Was, I was busy busy getting engaged. <laughs> oh yeah. Did yeah. you do you remember when I was? And I'll put the clip in. But last week I said, uh, we got some pretty important things going on this weekend. Yeah. You yeah. Remember? Yeah. You like make you like a transition and be like, right? Exactly. Oh, you you got some going on. Oh, well, I wonder what that is, Berg. Um, spring game was pretty good. Pretty. It wasn't anything too exciting, but. You know, spring game. It's not supposed to. You know, I only I probably only watched it religiously for the first for the first half, and then I just kind of shut it off after that. But um, did Miles start? He was the first QB to go up. No, Max Johnson started. Oh, really? All all four quarterbacks: Miles Brennan, Max Johnson, T.J. Finley, and Garrett Nussheimer, uh All got first team reps. Gotcha. On the. Uh, it's literally just like a. Like it's barely. Not practice, you know, like this yeah. is pretty much just practice, but in Tiger Stadium. So, like a lot, a lot of players, it's that it, sometimes some players don't even like the spring game. It's just like it's like practice, but in front of fans, right? Like they're not, you know, if you make a mistake, I mean, yeah, you're not going to get your ass chewed out. But I mean, like it's not like a game experience, just you know, for fans and stuff. But, I mean, I, I like it. I love spring games to me, but it's football. That's the reason why. So LSU only had one healthy running back on each team. Well, yeah, LSU. Um, so as we know, um, John Emery's out. That's uh, <laughs> Price's back. Tyrion Davis Price's backup. He was out with an injury, and that only led LSU with one scholarship running back in Tyrion Davis Price. So they had to convert a linebacker, um, Nick Demis. D-E-M-A-S. Nicodemus. Nicodemus, gotcha. I guess. Okay. Nicodemus. No, I d- no. That was a joke. We'll, we'll call we'll just call him that. We'll call okay. him Nicodemus. <laughs> yeah. Um so he started so he um so he got he started on the uh, purple team and um he did pretty good, but didn't really have that many carries. LSU threw the ball a lot more. So yeah, LSU's very depleted running back right now. I know uh, Corey Kiner and Amarna Goodwin, Gunner's cousin, mm-hmm. Mr. Ohio football. They're uh, coming in uh, this fall. So, really, it's it's to me, it's anyone's position right now. I know that – Um, I mean, I feel it's going to be for Ty- – I feel that like Tyrion Davis Price is going to be the starter at day one. But, you know, in the past, we've always – LSU's always had running back – multiple running backs that have played recently, not anymore. You know, but um, I think it just depends on – I don't know who the starter is going to be next year, yeah. but – it it it's interesting. We we've had strong running backs in the past. You look at Geis and Fournette, obviously, yeah. um, and then Clydro. Yeah, Clydro. The thing is, now the game is moving to such a such an NFL style um, passing game oh, yeah, that you spray, you not right. You don't necessarily you don't need to run the football big running backs anymore, right. unless you're the Titans and running with Derrick Henry. Right, but for at the college level, that's what's moving to anyway. So, yeah, no, to me, it's it's like last year LSU only had you know John Emery. I think was the leading rusher. I think he had over 400 yards rushing. So it ended LSU's streak of thousand yards rushers in a season. So, yeah. Uh, but speaking of receivers, John Trey Kirkland is going to be a breakout receiver. You think John Trey Kirkland, fifth year senior? Um, you know, last year was a senior, but because of the COVID year and everything, he uh, had a monster game. He had I'm going to add this in my head right now. Fifteen receptions. Six, sixteen. He had sixteen oh. receptions. He played for both teams. Sixteen receptions with a uh, hundred and two hundred. 
two yeah. two hundred nine receiving yards. So he's an explosive a player. He's played defense. He's played offense. I think that you know LSU's trying to find out who's going to be in the slot position. Right. We already know that Keishon Butte is the unanimous starter. Jerry Jenkins, number ten, will start alongside him. But that slot position, it's, it's a it's a big grab because you have guys like Keishon Butte, you have guys like uh, John Trey Kirkland, you have Coy Moore, you have um, possibly Eric Gilbert. Well, a tight end. Yeah. LSU, yeah. LSU needs a tight end. Yeah. We need Gilbert to come back. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. De- Devontae Lee. Devontae Lee. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not him either. Mr. Drost. Mr. Drost. Charlie Drost stepping yeah. up. Yeah. It'd be great to see him. We don't even need Eric Gilbert. We don't need out Eric of here. Gilbert. So, well, John no, Trey. No, you also have Jack Besh, too. Right. Jack Besh coming in the fall. So, right. I think if he doesn't come back, he's going to. I think Besh will fill in that position. Gotcha. Um, so, is Kirkland. Torching the defense, uh, good sign for our offense or a bad sign for our defense? <laughs> that's a that's a good question there too because, um, yeah, that, that might be a bad sign there. Who was his quarter? Oh, he was he was playing both sides of the ball. Yeah, he played both ways. Yeah, yeah. That to me, it's I really don't know what to to say of it because I think de- defensively LSU played secondary played really good. I mean, they were yeah. they. they Everybody was on the same page defensively. Right, that's back good. then. You look back then. You know, defensive backs putting their arms up in the air, Dude, not knowing what yeah. to do. Twenty twenty was but brutal I think, for that. Yeah, the, I think def- defensively, I think we played a really good this year. Yeah, and really good in that game. So uh, walk on linebacker Jared Small led the defense and with fourteen tackles had INT nice. for the second team. So interception. It's it's very rare to see a walk on having success at LSU, but Jared Small, I think will be a starter uh, going in this fall. Micah Baker – Micah, um, but LSU also has a couple of other linebackers. Micah Bakersfield didn't play because of injury. Uh, he was He's out because of academic reasons. Mike Jones, Jr. Who? Mike Jones, Jr., the uh, transfer from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not – he didn't play at all this spring. And um, I forget the other guy's name. It's a junior college transfer. He's the top, I think, JC top linebacker. Uh, recruiting last year mm. in recruiting, it's um. I need the I need the, the pronunciation. Oh, if it, Navant, if oh oh, you got it. You got this. Navanti Q Strong. There you go. Yep. Yeah, Kay. he's a he's he's shown some pretty good uh sparks in the preseason. I think he could be. Um, he may end up being the starter. I don't know. Yeah, small Jared Small's been there for a while. He's a senior. He you know. Him and Clyde has, has yeah. seniority. Yeah, seniority. <laughs> yeah, him and Clyde are like really good friends and stuff. So, gotcha. I mean, it'd be nice to see him. Keishon uh, Butte is the <clears throat> best wide receiver in America. I think so. That's my prediction. <laughs> I think Keishon Butte will be the top receiver this year uh, in the country. T- to me, regardless who throws him the ball, I think he's still going to be the best receiver. Hmm. Bold predictions from Matthew Vincent, which um, leads me. So, who do y'all think will be the quarterback? Miles Brennan or Max Johnson? I think that the one who does better is going to end up being the quarterback. I think so, too. Um, I think it could be either one. I think they'll probably start Miles if he's healthy, um, just because he's been there longer. He was in the 2019 season. He's been in the regime for a while. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, if he doesn't work out, I mean, obviously they, they put Max out there last year and he didn't do too shabby. So, you know, for what they were working with, we do have, you know, we're not under less miles anymore, but, but who are we to assume that they're going to pick one? Yeah. Being that this is the Tigers of Louisiana state. Yeah. University. That is true. Well, I mean, to me, you, you, you gotta have one single caller. You can't have two single callers. I mean, we could, we could go like. We could start the year Miles Brennan. Maybe if Brennan's inconsistent, we'll put Johnson in. Johnson would be the starter. But you'd have TJ as the signal caller, though. No, T, right? T, TJ's. I know th- there there was an, there was a. Uh, a if you have two quarterbacks, they'd be able to find somebody to be a signal caller. There's, I think, there's already like some people are betting on like whether uh, the over and under whether. Uh, T.J. Finley is going to leave or not. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. I saw Matt, Matt Flynn was talking about today on Off the Bench. Speaking of signal callers, shout out Sam Brookhouse. Uh, he's the – I think he's – he might be the defensive signal caller for Tulane. Really? Yeah, pretty sure. He has the vest on most of the time, so from what I've seen. so <laughs> I haven't seen that at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, as much as I want to go, Miles Brennan as the quarterback, as much as I think, you know, because of the experience and stuff – I think it's better to go with Brennan and let Johnson kind of sit because I think if Johnson sits more, he's going to learn more. Oh yeah, and then next year he's going to be the guy. Oh yeah, or Garrett Nussheimer, which Garrett Nussheimer, oh. Garrett Nussheimer, the fourth string. He uh, he played. I mean, he played pretty decent. He made a lot of freshman mistakes in the game, but I mean that's that's typical of a freshman to me. Right. Um. The only other thing that I had, Dwayne Wade. Purchasing a portion of the Utah Jazz. We forgot one thing, but I'm gonna let you explain this and then. Um, he purchased a portion of the Jazz, and that's it. What you got? Alex that's Smith a- retiring. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, thank goodness. Like yeah, that I mean, poor leg. Yeah, it's <laughs> horrible leg. <laughs> that poor terrible. leg is on the struggle bus, man. Um, yeah. I mean, what a great career, though. He was, what a you know, almost a journeyman kind of. He played for a lot of different teams, and every he never like had anybody rooting against him. Really, no, not you know? at all. Like he he seems like like one of those like Christian McCaffrey types where everybody's always rooting for him. And then obviously, once he broke his leg, like in the most horrendous way, then people almost really died and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, um, people really yeah. Joined, hopped on the bandwagon. Um, yeah. Now his career it didn't start off. That good, you know, playing yeah. got Ken Jot being the first pick with the uh, 49ers being taken over Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I think um, it just, it, it, you know, it wasn't clicking his first like four years, five years in the league. And then in 2011, Jim Harbaugh takes the job as the Niners head coach, drafts Colin Kaepernick, uh-huh. but goes with Smith. And I remember we were watching the NFC uh, divisional against the Saints. And it was when uh like Smith had like a thirty two like yard like quarterback keeper scored, and then you know threw the pass to Vernon Davis and put our heads down because I thought the Saints would go to the Super Bowl that year, but um, mm-hmm. but went to the NFC Championship, almost went to a Super Bowl, and then um 2012 gets hurt, Kaepernick takes over as a starter, then he goes to Kansas City, and did play. I mean Smith to me played a had a great career in the league. Yeah, like I mean, it's it started off as bad as it could have gotten. He should, probably should have been cut, mm-hmm. but you know, six years in the league, and then he becomes a, just this like Superman with the Niners, and then 
his career just takes off after that. Yeah. And then, you know, with the injury and everything happening of, you know. He has a, a ton of experience. And mm-hmm. um, I, I, I just from reading about him over the years, it seemed like that was like his, a very strong point. He was a good glue guy for the locker room. Right. Like you might not have Aaron Rodgers there, but you would have a good glue guy, you know, a good Drew Brees type where he's going to motivate the guys and keep everybody together. So, I mean, well, and yeah, then like, he also like, he also had, um, he got to play with, uh, players like, you know, Colin Kaepernick was drafted, you know, he, Taught Kaepernick, and then he got hurt, and then Patrick Mahomes drafted by the Chiefs, and we all knew at some point they were going to, you know, trade Alex Smith somewhere, or Alex Smith would be released, Mahomes would be the starter, right? And then, um, you know, Dwayne Haskins, well, that didn't go yeah, too well didn't at pan the end, out but uh, for the football team, yeah, that's another thing. The football team, um, this is just an NFL podcast. The football team has proposed like 14 different names, I think. They're doing like a – they're not doing a fan vote for the final decision, but they're doing a fan vote to try to see like what is popular and stuff. So, um, yeah, they were no, they will no longer be the, the football team, which is kind of weird. Like it's like people were kind of getting used to just saying the – Washington football team, you know, like it just kind of rolls off the tongue there. So people were saying we've got the football team this week and stuff. So they should just call them the Snyders. Yeah. Yeah. He purchased the rest of the team. He's the sole owner now. Yeah. So crook. Yeah. It'll be, that is definitely in the drama of like off the field stuff. The Redskins slash football team have been, you know, very it's a very rocky road with them as far as like yeah. they hate Dan Snyder. He purchases the whole team and the front office is trying to push him out. It's it's just a mess. I'm sure after he leaves they will definitely rename and rebrand and stuff. So right. the Saints the Saints play them. That's another thing. The Saints came out with their schedule today, I believe. So so. The, the NFL came out with their schedule? I I'm not sure. Because I just saw NFL final schedule will come out on May 12th, I think. But mm-hmm. I saw that the Saints social media printed out there, had their 2021 season. So, oh, yeah, it's not on the <coughs> thing yet. The Ukraine president yeah. said that it is ready for war with Russia and vows to stand to the last man. Oh, my goodness. Dang. Ooh. That's pretty – Ukraine isn't that big. Like, Mm-mm. Russia, Russia is humongous. No. And they're like animals too. <laughs> That's yeah. I wouldn't want to be picking a fight with Putin. Let me tell you. Well, he, apparently he said that Ukraine would not start a war, but they would not back down either. Gotcha. Yeah. So and they've been. I think Russia has been putting them in a chokehold for a I, long. I just time. read a too long. Didn't read about the situation. Basically, Russia took over Crimea because it's a, like a freshwater. They got fresh water from there or something. And the Ukraine was like, well, we're not. Like, they cut off all power and all um, water because they're like, well, okay, if y'all are going to take over Crimea, like, then we're not, not you, know, you give power and water. So now, like, Russia's getting no fresh water. Like, 80% of Russia gets, like, no fresh water because of that. Oh, and, wow. Like, they're working to build their own pipeline and their own. So I think that's what it's all about. But Resources. Like, someone commented, they're like, yeah, like, the Ukraine's just, like, they're not going to work with Russia after everything they've been through. So, like, either, you know, either just going to war or Russia's just going to have to be patient and get their own shit done. All right. One more thing. 
the RBC Heritage. Stuart Sink. Stuart Sink, man. What is he, 47 years old? Something like that. Uh oh, here we go. Matthew's on his phone now, one handed searching again. But yeah, him and his son getting it done at the RBC Heritage. Um, Zurich Classic this weekend in New Orleans. Turns out we aren't going to that, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, Stuart Sink. I mean, I kind of saw rumblings. I, I saw a couple clips on TV um, over the weekend, and um, him and his son. His son was his caddy. I keep saying that his son was his caddy, and uh, yeah, they got it done. They had a man. They had a plan. They were the man, the men with the plan. <laughs> Stuart Sink. He's been playing for his age, forty-seven. He tied twelfth in the twenty-twenty-one Masters. Right. Yeah. Follows that winning the RBC Heritage. So yeah. Just to go back to the Masters again. So yeah, he's he hadn't been doing too bad. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So he, it's cool. Uh, it's cool that like he got to bring his son along for everything too. Boy, his son caddied. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, fun fact, in 2009 in the uh, British Open Championship, uh, he beat Tom Watson. And Tom Watson's a legendary golfer. At that time, I think he was on the senior tour. Had Watson won that tournament, he would have been the oldest um, major champion at 59 years old. Yeah. So, that pretty cool. Stewart yeah. beat him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All righty. That about does it for me. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. And that is our show, everyone. Thank you all for listening once again. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you. NFL draft coming up next week. Um, also, rough and rowdy and some UFC fights coming up this weekend, but... After that, the NFL draft <laughs> next week. Um, well, hopefully, last year we did a, a fun episode where we kind of recorded our reactions. Um, we're going to try to plan for something like that. Um, we'll have to see. This is probably the last episode in the current studio, the pad, um, because we're moving. <laughs> so um, we'll we'll see what you know what's going on with uh as far as where we are and moving and whatnot next week so um yeah but look out for that we'll definitely have reactions and predictions and all that jazz so thank you all for listening once again and we will see you next time
wide open and shaking it on the floor. She said, if I get a tissue, we gon' leave and hit the mo. I told her, girl, here you go. I tease her on the low. Now she freaking me on the floor. She begging me for some more. For some more. Hit the dough. Hit the dough. Just like the truth. I ain't saying. Just 5150, we in the dough. She wide, she wide open and shaking it on the floor. I'm finna go to the corner, get some drink and hit the floor. I'm finna get on the floor. I'm finna get on the floor. I'm finna get on the floor.